Good morning, everybody. How are you? I it is well with my soul. I am currently receiving baby photos from my wife because they're at home hanging out, and they'll be here later. So, um, but anyways, I accidentally pulled up that notification, and it was just sitting there, right there. So it's kind of distracting. I'm going to grab my coffee as well because I need it. Um, yeah, so like April was saying, we have a, um, a, a, a good chunk of people in Mexico right now as we speak. Um, it's kind of like our, our youth trip, and, and then some of our leaders went with them. I'm going to take these off as well. And um, But so I've been... Um, keeping in touch with Marvin, Pastor Marv, and he and, uh, and the team are doing well. They are having fun, and, uh, and they're really having an opportunity to, to love on people, and, uh, and that's the goal, right? Wherever we go and whatever we do, um, may we love people well. And um, so anyways, so we're in kind of a, a little bit of an unofficial series, um, kind of the theme of, of the past month's messages. And so... Um, yeah, Pastor Marvin asked me to teach on um, the presence of God, right? And that's a, uh, there's many different angles you can attack that from. And, uh, and so I just want to go ahead and define what we're going to be talking about. You know, when we say presence of God, right, that can be a lot of different things. Um, I mean, it's one thing, but it can be described as a lot of different things, right? And, uh, and so really where I want to hone in today and talk is, is, is communing with God, Right, and, um, and, and, and so today we're going to attack that. So when we're talking about the presence of God, we're talking about being in communion um, with God. And, um, and, and so this could be, if you're a new believer, if you um, are just kind of seeing what this thing's about, um, let me tell you that it might be a shock, but, but, but Father God, the creator of everything, the world, um, and all the beauty around us, it has always desired to be with you. And he's always desired to be in community and communion with you. And, and so what that means is communion with God is, is being in an intimate place with God. Um, my heart's prayer has always been, God, I want to see what you see. I want to feel what you feel. I want to talk like you talked. I want to walk like you walked. I want to be like you. Um, I want to, 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 to be in an intimate place with Christ, right? And that is the goal. And so we're going to talk about that today. Um, it's going to be good. Grab some coffee. Raise your coffee if you have it. Water, okay. Cheers. You got to put the mic in for that. That's good. So, let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for who you are. Um, we just pray over this message today, this um, that I would just be able to communicate clearly and communicate um, with anointing and, uh, and that people would just kind of catch the wind on, um, on what we've been doing. So we give you this day, we give you our hearts, um, we give you our minds, God, and, uh, and we just open ourselves up to an experience with you. Um, and we love you a whole lot. We're thankful for who you are. And uh, and we're thankful for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. 
Cool. So really quickly before I before I start, um, I want to kind of give you some 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 insight of what's happening next week. So, right. So we have Big Summer Blowout happening. It's going to be good. <clears throat> I've been contacting all the companies that you know the inflatables, the dunk tanks, the snowballs, that stuff, and um, it was so sad because we ended up canceling at like 7 a.m. on last Sunday, right? Because we were trying to hold out. We wanted it to really happen, and it didn't. So I like called all of these companies at 7 a.m. and was like, hey, sorry, we're a no-go today. We're rescheduling. Keep our money and just please be available for this time. And they were all really good about it, but you could tell they were like already preparing to come out here. So it was sad. Um, like my friend Snowball, Sweet Peak Snowballs, they had been at the Snowball stand that morning getting flavors and <laughs> making things happen. And I was like... Please don't hate me. I apologize. So next week, Big Summer Blowout's happening September 8th, right? That's one service at 10 a.m. Um, and, 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 and Pastor Marvin is going to be, it's going to be kind of special because during the service, we're going to be giving some insight and some vision um, for house churches that we're going to be launching. Um, and so Holly and I have been doing a young adult kind of house church deal for the past um, few months. And, uh, and it's been incredibly awesome. Um, we've seen miracles, physical healings, um, just kind of, and it's really a place where, where, where we've created a safe spot for, for there to be vulnerability and, and openness, and, um, and it's been a really beautiful time. It's been really fun. Obviously, it's new for us who are still cultivating this, this kind of thing, um, but it's been awesome, and so we're going to launch these house churches um, across the church. And so Pastor Marvin's going to be giving a lot of insight next week as far as what that's going to look like. Uh, it's going to be good, so make sure you're here. Remember, it's one service at 10 a.m. Um, and it's just going to be a time where we get to kind of share our heart with you for what it could look like. And, uh, and the possibilities are really beautiful. Um, so be here for that, right? Um, cool. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, so like I said, whenever we say the word presence of God, right, we're talking about being in communion with God. And what that means is being in an intimate place with Jesus. And um, yeah, the presence of God is a place where God is present. And, um, and so I, I want to kind of clarify first and foremost that it, it, our first ministry, our first um, job as Christians is, is our, our first ministry is to God. Um, we were created for worship. We were created to stand in awe of the splendor and majesty of who God is. Um, that is that is what we were made to do. And it's really easy um, for us to forget about that side of it because we can get so caught up in doing, doing, doing. We can get caught up in, in, in the daily grind of things um, that we forget that, that, that we were created to worship. And it's so easy to get caught up in the things that we have to do that we forget what we were meant to do. And, and that is to, to, to be in communion with God. That is our first, and, and, and that is our first job. That's our first priority. And, um, you know, everyone has different callings on their life, right? And I don't know what that is for you. Everyone's got different things, d- different tasks they've been called to, to attack. Different, everyone's life is going to go a different some sort of different route, right? Um, there's endless possibilities, but the one thing across the board that we're all called to do is, is be in communion with God and, and to stand in awe of who God is. Um, 
And so I just want to clear that up, right? And so in Luke 10, um, we see this story, and I'll just go ahead and read through it. I'm going to be reading verses 39 through 42. I think we have it up on the screen. Um, but, and she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, and which will not be taken away from her. Excuse me. Again, reiterating this point is we can get so caught up in, in, in the having to do things that we forget to just sit at the Lord's feet and listen to what he has to say. Um, and so I want us to, I want to encourage you in that today. Before we even kind of, you know, jump into the rest of this, um, don't be so distracted by the things that, that, that need tending that we forget to sit at the Lord's feet um, and we forget to just be with him. Because in those moments is where we're going we're gonna to gain the insight in the perspective um, that's going to change the lives around us in our daily life. And so no matter how busy you are, no matter how many things you have on your to-do list for that day, um, no matter what the day holds, don't forget just to sit at the Lord's feet and, and, and be with him. And that can be in your car, um, that can be in your room, that can be in the shower, that can be anywhere you want. Um, just don't forget to do that. And, and, and if you're saying, how do I do that, right? How do I, how do I sit at the Lord's feet and, and, and listen, right? And I would say just invite that. Say, God, I, I, I'm standing here in this place and I, and, I, and I am recognizing you. I want you to speak to me. Um, I want to be in an intimate place with you right now. And then let it happen. Um, don't overcomplicate it. Um, and, and, and that's it right? Um, cool. Got it? All right. Um, so, and even in Psalm um, 27, we see David writing, one thing that I've asked of the Lord is that I will seek after, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. I, I think that is, for one, beautifully written, um, and two, just such a foundational statement for us to live um, you know, the one thing that I ask of the Lord is that, and that I will seek after is that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. You know, there's much, not much more out of life that you can ask other than that. Um, because out of that, everything else comes. Um, and so, let's pray that more often. Let's, let's speak that more often. God, my heart's desire is to dwell in your house so I can gaze upon your beauty all the days of my life. That's good. That's good. And so, and so let's, let's take a step back, you know, whenever we start our day. Let's take a step back and let's just, um, let's just ask that. Because the Lord's faithful, you know, like we talked about in worship. The Lord's faithful to see that through. And so if our heart's desire is for that, then that's what's going to happen. And it's going to be good. Okay? We were made for this. We were made to be in a place of this, and uh, and every single person is called to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and um, and I think we can do that for the rest of our life to the day we die and never see all of it. And so for me, waking up, there is a sense of urgency for that, 
because I want to see as much as I can so that I can share as much as I can. Out of this place, everything else flows. And so let's get that down so that everything else can flow out of that. And look, I'm not talking to you today as a perfect person. We're all working on this. We're all striving to do this. And, and, and that's okay, okay? So I'm not saying that I, 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 I'm flawless in this, right? Um, you know, don't think I'm preaching at you. Um, this whole preparation of this message was um, honestly a little bit of a wake-up call for me as well because it's like, man, there's much more to life than what I'm living right now, and I, I want more of it. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, just understand that. Um, and I, I think we can see the beauty of the Lord in everything and everyone. Um, obviously, for some people, it's a little bit more hard, you know what I mean? Um, but it's true. Um, you know, if, 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 we, if Christ is in us, right, then, then I can look at you and see an aspect of Christ. I should be able to. And, and so, and I think that just f- falls in line with what we're talking about community, you know, with each other, right? Um, we carry Christ in us. And so me, you and I being in community is an aspect of seeing the beauty of the Lord. And so that's so important um, for us to do. And I think the key to seeing this beauty, right, because I can, I can get coffee with you every single day and we can talk about whatever, LSU or, I don't know, what? Dinosaurs. Yeah, we could talk about that. Um, and we could never, ha- we can never, you know, it could be a very topical conversation. And we can do that every single day. And at the end of our life, I'll say, yeah, Heather was great. We talked about dinosaurs and we chatted and it was a good time. And um, yeah, she likes cooking and she's a vegan and, you know, yeah, I can know everything about you and, and, and we can be friends. But I think the key to, to, to you and I seeing the beauty of the Lord in our relationship is, is, is awareness, is carrying the lens of awareness. And, uh, and so, I, again, I urge you to pray and ask for a divine awareness um, to see Holy Spirit um, in our everyday life uh, because he's there. And, um, and I think more of it is us not being awake to that realm of things. And so ask that, you know, if that's what you are desiring. Not, you know, you don't have to. Um, you can walk around and just know things about people and never see God <laughs> in, in them. And, um, but for me, I want to see the beauty of the Lord in, in, in you and I, in, in our relationship. And I think the key to doing that is awareness. Um, doing this, you know, asking for, for Holy Spirit to give you an awareness will change how you live your life forever. Um, if you allow it, because you're going to begin to see things and you're going to begin to hear things and you're going to begin to walk in a way that you weren't before because you're awake, your, 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 your spirit is awake to an entirely different realm. Um, and so and it's, that's life-changing because you're going to be able to speak into people's life, um, you're going to be able to love people better, uh, and you're just going to be all around. You're going to be more sensitive to Holy Spirit, you know, whether you're in the coffee shop, the grocery um, Wherever you're going to be able to begin to see God in those moments, and um, and it's going to be good. It's going to change the way you live your life. Um. Yeah, 
And, and, and you know, if, if God created us in his, his image, right, then, like I said, we can see the beauty of that in each other. And that really brings value back to our life, um, to being able to carry a piece of, of, of who God is in, in, in Christ. Um, the second thing that I kind of want to um, just bring you through as a, as a whole is, um, and this might be common sense for some of you, and some of you, you, you might have never thought about it before, uh, but I want you to know today that God delights in you, and he has always desired to be with you. Um, since the day you were born, before that, before the foundations of the, the earth, God has desired to be with you, and he's known you, and he's loved you, and, uh, and he delights in you. You know, in, in, and I think, uh, I think many people can walk around with the mentality of, of just that we're not good enough, and that I've sinned too much, and that I've done too much wrong, and that my life is too far gone, but, but that's not true. God has always delighted in you, and he has always desired to be with you, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing. Um, you know, we, we are not, we're not beggars in the house of the Lord, right? We're not beggars when it comes to our relationship with God. Um, but he has declared us children, um, and, 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 and we've been welcomed with open arms. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, God has declared us children of his, and, um, and he's welcomed us. And so uh, be encouraged with that today, that you're not too far gone, that you haven't done too much wrong, um, you're okay and, and God is desiring to be with you and he loves you and he delights in you um, you know and we see this in, you know, in Ephesians chapter 1 um, I think we have that as well verse 4 and 5 it says even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons or daughters through Christ Jesus, according to the purpose of his will. I love that. He predestined us for adoption to himself. <laughs> That's awesome. Because that means that before we ever did anything, he claimed us. Before we ever were somebody, he claimed us. And, and so let that inflate your heart with hope, because that's good news. Um, before you ever did anything, he claimed you. And, um, and that's forever. He's, he's not going back on that. He's not changing his mind. Um, don't be discouraged by what you haven't gotten right. Um, and don't let that take away from the goodness of what God is doing. Okay? Let's continue. Um, and again, so just a reiteration of this in, 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 in 1 John chapter 3, it says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are, right? And, and, that, and just, so just that right there. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. You know, the kind of love that adopts is, is a deep love. And... And this love that, that we're talking about is, is coming from God. And it's easy to just talk about that and, and move on, but the magnitude of that statement 
is something that I think we can only really grasp with a revelation from God. Like, like God has adopted us. Just think about that for one minute. Like, and I'm not saying think about it in the sense of how we, you know, we say that often. We talk about that often. But the magnitude of that statement, that, that Father God, creator of the world, creator of, 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 of us and all those around us, loves us deep enough to adopt us and call us children. That is a difficult statement to wrap your head around. And, and it's easy because we talk about it often, right? We, we know this, right? This is a, a, it's almost a core value of what we talk about is that we're children of God. And that's true, but the weight of that statement is something that I don't think many people grasp, and I don't think I've grasped it fully. Does that make sense? You know, it's, it's like that, it's something, it's like it almost can become white noise because we say it so often, but the weight of what it means is something that, I, I, that if we got it, 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 if we really got that statement, it... it, it it would change everything for us. I don't think we can we can really understand the Father's love and, and walk and, and live our life normally. Because what this means, and I've been trying to chew on this as well, because even me, it's like, yeah, it, it can become a white noise thing. But he, like, and so my prayer has been like, God, open, open my mind up to what this actually means because I know it means more than just yee-haw, I'm a child of God. You know, like I, I know that there's more to this statement than happy, happy, joy, joy, we're children of God. Like, so open my mind up to, to, to the magnitude, the weight of this statement. And, and I don't even know if I've gotten it yet. But I know that there's more there, right? Because I can't, a child of the most high God, right? It, what does that make us? Like, there's so many different, like, there's so many different routes that you can come off of this statement, and, and I really think that we should focus more on this um, in our conversation, and because what it really means is something that I think we, it's really important that we get, and I don't think we've fully gotten it yet. So, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't know yet, but I want us to, to continue this conversation and talk about what that means. So, in your prayer time, you know, as you kind of live your life, um, let's become more aware of that statement, and let's really ask God what, what that means for us, uh, and let's talk about that, okay? I don't have it all together. I'm just figuring it out. Love a good lukewarm coffee. Um, yeah. And then on top of that statement, like the idea that God enjoys communing with us. It's a whole, a whole different thing, a whole other thing to chew on and think about. Um, the fact that that God really does enjoy being with us. 
that he finds enjoyment in spending time with us. Um, I, I think I've learned a little bit about this through experience, um, just because there's been those moments where it's been very intentional communion with God in my life and 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 fi- and and feeling and experiencing his enjoyment out of that place was something that forever altered my life um because for me I felt like I was in this place because I needed something but for him he was getting joy out of that out of that place of um dependency and just vulnerability and openness you know he he got enjoyment out of those moments and as much as he gave to me he received something as well and that's beautiful um that's a beautiful thought to think about that god receives something from communing with us um so i'll just leave that there you can think about it more if you want um so the last thing i want to kind of talk about um and um this was something that I kind of had to think about it more than the rest of the message um and that's just because for me it's something that I I I'm so strong about and if you've been here at, for any period of time you've heard me say you know it's not us welcoming God to the room, but it's recognizing God in the room. Um, and for me, like, that statement can almost just end where it ends. And um, But again, I think it's one of those things that, you know, what does it mean to, to open our hearts to an interaction, to an experience with God? Um, what does that mean to recognize God? And, uh, and so the last thing that I want to kind of talk about is the thought of um, that an openness to Holy Spirit um, will deepen our friendship with God. Right. It will deepen that place of communion with God. Um, you know, God is always willing to move on our hearts and the atmosphere around us. Um, and I think the question is, is are we recognizing him? Um, because I think it would be foolish for us to say that um, the move of God is can that I, I think it I think it's foolish to say that God can't move unless we see him right because I think God's moving all the time but the the the, the kind of thought that I can't, that came out of this was um, God really enjoys to use us right as the move and 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 so I think that unawareness to his presence f- blocks that sometimes and it feels like nothing's there because we're not awake um, to what's happening. So I don't. I, th- I think it. I think it would be foolish for us to say that God can't move without us seeing Him. But at the same time, I think God enjoys to to use us to move, and so that awareness is key when it comes to the move of God. Um, we we sing that song. Um, this is a move, you know, um, and I love what you know Michelle was saying a few weeks ago that her and Easton, her son, they're on the keyboard playing, this is a move, um, you know, this is a move, and, um, her son Easton broke out in, in, 
in song, and she said, I don't know if he didn't know the lyrics and he was just making them up, or if it was actually like a kind of spontaneous moment for him, but he started singing, We Are the Move. We are the move. And, uh, and she just stopped playing um, because she was like, what were you saying? Like, wow, like that's better than the actual lyrics, you know, because yes, we're in the midst of a move, but we are the move of God. Um, I heard this beautiful um, podcast message, sermon, whatever you want to call it. Um, and he said, Christians have, have been in a, in a hundred-year-old chess game with God where we're sitting across the table saying, go ahead, it's your turn, move. And God's saying, no, I moved on the cross 2,000 years ago. It's your turn to move. And we've been in this place of waiting where we're, where, we're, where we're wanting God to do something, but at the same time, we're not willing to do something. And God is, is waiting on us to wake up and recognize his presence in this realm of, of, of Holy Spirit and that is the move. We are the move of God. Because God already moved. You can come play. Um, God moved. And, and for lack of better words, the, the ball is in our court as far as the move of God. And so if we're not awake, if we're not open to Holy Spirit encountering us, um, how can we expect that to happen? And I think it's going to take us consciously, 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 um, very proactively asking um, for an awareness of Holy Spirit. Um, the question is, is are we recognizing him? Um, have we created a personal expectation for God to be involved in our daily life? Um, have we created the um, expectation for our hearts that every day when we, when we wake up that, that welcomes an interaction and an experience with the Holy Spirit? Um, it's not necessarily where I was planning to end the message, but I think we need to. Um, what I want you to get out of today, full circle, is the presence of God, communing with God, is not a tool that we use to make our life better. But the presence of God is the life that we tend. And so my question is, how are you tending to it? Um, oftentimes, communing with God can be looked at as a place that we go or a thing that we do. Uh, and that's just not the intention for it. Um, the presence of God, being in communion with God, was never meant to look like a, a drug house, a place where you go w when you need something, and then you that's the only time you go to it. Uh, the presence of God 
being in communion with God was always intended to be the thing that we lived, to be the life that we lived. We were never supposed to come out of a place. The reason we came out of the presence of God was because of sin in the garden. The intention was that we would live in communion with God. The presence of God is not a tool that we use to make a better life. But the presence of God is the life that we tend. How are we tending to it? And I don't think God is angry at us for not, right? But the intention was always that we'd be in communion with him. That was always the goal. And because of sin, we were, we were casted out of that place. And I'm not saying that today's message is going to fix everything, right? But I think it's a good place to start for us. Um, that we would consciously and proactively ask God to be in communion with him. Um, consciously and proactively asking for an awareness of Holy Spirit around us. Because God has always wanted to be with us. God has always enjoyed being with us. He's always delighted in being with us. And so what if we, as a people, were... in harmony, asking Holy Spirit to encounter us on a daily basis and asking Holy Spirit for an awareness of him, of it, of what God is doing in the atmosphere. What if we as a people did that? What would, what would it look like? What would life be like around us? Um, and so I want us to do that, you know, if you're willing to. Um, even after we leave this place for the next, until it becomes part of your routine. Um, let that be a part of your daily life. Is saying, God, I recognize you today. And I am inviting an interaction and experience with you whenever and however you'd like. Father, give me an awareness of your spirit. Give me a better awareness of your spirit. Can we do that?
Can you guys stand with me? And let's, um, can you, can you hold someone's hand? Would you mind doing that? Father God, we love you. And we're so thankful that your intention was to always be with us. We're thankful that you find enjoyment in interacting with us. And so God, as we walk out of this place, um, deepen our understanding for your presence. Deepen our understanding and, 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 and open up our awareness to Holy Spirit. waking up our spirits today and from this day forward let us see you in the normal things let us see you in the casual things let us see you in the routine things let us see you in the others we look at let us see you in every aspect of our life deepen our understanding of who you are Because God, we're crying out and we're saying that, that our heart's desire is to be in communion with you as well. Father, we repent if we've used your presence as a tool to make our life easier or better. Because we know dwelling with you carried the intent to be what our life was. And so let us come back to that. We want to walk like you walked, God. We want to talk like you talk. We want to be like you. God, give us a revelation of what it means to be in communion with you. Give us a revelation of what it means to be loved by you so deeply that you would predestine us for adoption. Let us wake up to your presence. Let us wake up to Holy Spirit. And like a domino, let it affect the rest of our life. In Jesus' name, amen.